Comfortable? Um, yeah. Right now, it's no, it's no recliner, but. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Drop it like it's pop. Drop it like it's pop. pop. Drop it like it's pop. pop. That gets me every time. Episode four, then. Here we are. I bet you want to know what I've called it. Well, I know. You're not comfortable bit... on that chair at all, are you? I'm really not, no. <laughs> Get a different chair. There's another one there. I'm good. I'm good. You sure? What's it, what have you called the podcast? Okay, right. So, episode four is called... Give me a drum roll. All right, so, stop, stop, stop. We're still here. No. <laughs> no? God, you're just so bad at this. So, I panicked in the shower. <laughs> no, so I've done was, that before, haven't you? <laughs> that chilly original sauce shower gel. Oh, oh. <laughs> the tingles. No, the mint one. Have you used the mint one? <laughs> I My have, yeah. God, that causes all sorts of uh, sensations. And uh, yeah, wow. Anyway, we did put explicit on the podcast, didn't we? Yeah, actually, disclaimer: this this podcast contains adult themes. There we go. One minute in. There's your uh, there's your warning. Um, yeah, so I had a panic in the in the um, in the shower. I was like, right, I've I've now got to name episode four. What do I do? And I thought, I'll get away with we're still here for episode four. But then episode five, I have no idea. I might just start naming it after the themes of what we talk about. Yeah, I mean that's mainly what most people do. <laughs> yeah, but I've fallen into a trap now of not doing that. So we're in this vicious circle of, of it just being a rehashed version of we're here, we're still here, <laughs> we're allowed to be here. I'm here for the first time ever. It's awful name. Here for the tenth time. It's episode ten. <laughs> I think let's just agree this is just called episode four. <laughs> right. Okay. No, I've already done it now. Episode four. We're oh, still here. They've downloaded it. Um, my name is Will Manning. This is my mate Dave. Hello. Um, and this is a podcast where we try and talk about music, but always end up talking about everything but. Mm-hmm. Um, and January's over. Bye. It's done. Bye See bye you bye later, January. mate. See that, you later. That was a long ass month. That was 31 days of pure longness. Um, so, I, you know, obviously the podcast came out at the beginning of the month. I like to think that maybe this podcast has helped you through the pain of, of the first month of 2018. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a nice thought. Be a nice thought. I mean, it's probably false. It mm-hmm. probably hasn't been the case at all. But anyway, here we are. Um, so let's get on with it. We still need to get those jingles made. But for now, drop it like it pop. pop. Drop it like it pop. pop. Drop it like it pop. pop. You're on edge. I, I just feel on edge. I don't know why. So the I should pressure just... of the fourth episode is getting to me. Is it not the chair then? Uh, it might be the chair. So Dave's in this red chair with like um, it's got armrests on it. But next to you is a black one without armrests. Do you want to take that? Would you be comfier without the arm? Do you see. feel? Like you should be more powerful with the armrest and you can't live up to the expectation. Um, no, I think it's just a horrible chair. <laughs> that was the problem. This is much better. Ooh. Yeah, there you go. Oh, Ooh, yeah, look yeah, at that. Yeah, Lumbar yeah. support there. Yeah, that's oh. lovely. That's lovely. Um, right, a few things from the week. It's been a busy one, actually, because obviously the Grammy Awards happened on Sunday and that has given us a wealth of content, including mm. Ed Sheeran, who, bless his heart, overslept and missed the whole award show. So he won two awards and he won two awards in his sleep. I mean... Let's flag this up right now, though. Ed, that's an evening occasion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're oversleeping for a, for an evening event, yeah. you're sleeping too much. You've got problems, yeah, 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 yeah. What have you done the night before that's meant you've slept through? Or that it, maybe he was out doing a whole day rave or that kind of, you know, that I, kind of vibe. I, w- I wouldn't put it past the Shearmeister. <laughs> no one's ever called him that. <laughs> the Shear rave. When have you ever been out with Ed Shear and you've gone, you're right, Shearmeister? All the time. Well, a few, a few of the times I've been out with him. What are you doing uh, tonight, mate? Oh, it's just me and the Shearmeister. When I first started just going out with Ed on, on the town, uh, I'd start off calling him Ed. But then we developed into Shearmeister, the Shearatron. 
Oh god, what does he Mega call you? Shears. What does he <laughs> what does he call you? D Man, the D Meister. <laughs> Dave the Rave. Getting that D tonight. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's never offered that. She's <laughs> uh... Yeah, really. Never been on the table. Ah. It's engaged now, mate. You can't. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he, he overslept. Now, um, we were talking about this this week, actually. Uh, is that an excuse that he overslept? Or I mean, because why would you want to miss the biggest award show of the night? I know Ed Sheeran's not much of a showbiz guy. He mm. likes to keep kind of under the radar and those kind of things. He's, he's quite a normal man. But would you oversleep and like want to miss the Grammys, really? It does sound like a fake excuse. Like, oh, yeah, I, missed it. I, I slept in. Yeah, miss my alarm. Oh, yeah. my alarm. Oh. Could have thought of a, a more unique one. Yeah, I reckon if you're going to think of an excuse for Mr. Grammys, let, like let's go up another level. Like my private jet broke down or yeah. something like oh, that. He's, he's just bought a flipping cul-de-sac around Suffolk. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I was busy with the planning permission meetings. Yeah, uh, the JCB was blocking the driveway. <laughs> couldn't get my limo out. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> you know what it's like when you've got builders doing work down your road. They have got lorries and it's impossible to move your cars. Yeah, yeah. I've... You might as well stay in and be a recluse for the next few months whilst they build the house next door. Just you hanging out near a skit <laughs> yeah. for six months. Um, there we go. Ed Sheeran oversleeping. Um, another thing from the Grammys I want to discuss. I don't know if you saw this, actually. Blue Ivy. Oh, Oh, she was sassy. She was great. So she was sat, obviously, with her mum and dad, Jay-Z and Beyonce. Casual. Mm-hmm. Um, and she kept telling them to shush, which I like. She's probably she didn't the... like their clapping. This no, she's like, shh. There's a brilliant gif of this. She's probably the only person, though, who would have the guts to tell Jay-Z and Beyonce to <laughs> shut up. I love that it was in with applauds as well. So Jay-Z and Beyonce were just being really polite and congratulating someone else on, a, on achievement by the sounds of things. Yeah. But Blue Ivy's like, uh-uh, no. I didn't hear my name. No, <laughs> yeah. no applause until you hear my name. Yeah, yeah. Can we just wait, actually? We're going to hold back on that applause. Mm. Just see if I'm in that list. And also, I'll act- decide who's worthy. <laughs> yeah. Hands down. How old is she? Like six, not even? Yeah. Well, she's got the sass of uh, all Will- of Little Mix combined. Sass of Will Manning at uh, oh, 20- oh 25, <laughs> 26 even. Um, what I like about this as well, to add to the sass, is that she was um, telling people to shush while she had a packed lunch. So she had raisins. <laughs> And this carton of juice that Beyonce had obviously um, packed for her, or the staff, I should say. Beyonce's not doing that, is she? They've got staff making you pat lunch. I can't imagine Beyonce there with like a, a full made up manicured hand trying to get that <laughs> little orange straw through a caprissa. <laughs> she's not buttering the bread, is she? Nah. nah she's not nah, getting nah. butter. She's not eating butter, at, full stop. But I bet she's buying in Lunchables. <laughs> yeah. Build it yourself, Blue Ivy. Oh, dairy Lunchables. Mm. Oh, they were the days. What would you have in yours? Oh, you had to do the maths on it so it all worked out right. I think what mine used to be... Uh, the maths on it? What oh, yeah. about? Yeah, yeah. You've got to get this right. So you go for one biscuit, two slices of ham, they're very thin, one yeah. slice of cheese, thicker, two slices of ham, another biscuit, got a little biscuit sandwich, get that <laughs> right. in you, and that works out so you never... Uh, the ratios are always the same. Because the worst thing is like... Just going fast and loose and then ending up with two <laughs> slices of ham at yeah, the end. Like, two lonely ham. You don't want that. Don't you like the element of surprise? Because every time you know what you're going to get there, you're like, right, I know I'm going to get two ham, two cheese. Sometimes you might want a ham, cheese, ham, cheese or cheese, cheese, ham, there's cheese. There's no element of surprise in that. <laughs> well, there is. There's a, you... No, there's just the, the knowing disappointment that's coming at the end. <laughs> I know full well I'm going to be left with mismatched items. God, who knew? Oh, you've got to do it right, Will. What else would you have right. with your packed lunch? Well, I would always have like a really squished jam sandwich. Like by the time lunchtime came around, my mum would put so much cling film around it that it would just be a mushy mess of jam all over the bread. And oh, mm. there was actually one time where I was walking to uh, where we used to eat our pat lunches and um, classic me, my pat lunch box just opened. 
in front of everyone. So everything just splattered on the floor. This carter went rolling down. Never saw that again. Someone stood on the on the sandwich. So that was a mess. And I was just that weak, like poor kid who always had a pathetic lunch. Oh mate, it was, I, can, it was, I can imagine that. It was sad. I can see you yeah. being that pathetic. So the, I used to get raisins in my packed lunch every day. Oh, that's a classic. I've never liked raisins. Never liked them. My mum doesn't like them. She'd pack them for me every day. Me and my mum, we have that in common. We always have every day. I'd be like, Mum, why are you give me raisins? Yeah. Oh, I thought I thought that might be useful. Useful, <laughs> useful for what? Oh, you can trade them with someone else. Something you want? It's not Pokemon cards. <laughs> Just give me what I want, rather than yeah. oh, it's not prison. You might be able to get a mobile phone and trade in for yeah. these raisins, mate. I've got a couple of raisins for you. <laughs> yeah. What can you give me? I know a guy. I know a guy. <laughs> he can sort you out with uh, one of them panda pops. Maybe in the showers. Oh, panda <laughs> pops for the one. Yeah. In my first school, St. Joseph's, Panda Pops were like the thing. If you were seen in the canteen with the Panda Pops, like, it must be cool. Yeah, I mean, I was a risk giving sugar to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, sh- I couldn't have a Panda Pop. <laughs> well, I used off I the just, I just go, I'd, I'd come up with schemes that didn't need to happen. I went on strike in year six. What do you mean? What for? Organised a strike for the whole... After a Panda Pop, you went on strike? I just had too much sugar at lunch. I went around, like, let's go on strike. What, not turn up to class? Oh, we just made signs, sat there and protests. <laughs> How long did that last? Um, it lasted about five minutes. Yeah. And then the teacher got bored and ripped all the signs down. Right. Because um, she forgot you were in year six and had no rule or authority whatsoever. Yeah, and yeah. I, was, I, I went, oh yeah, I spent time on them, automatically uh, identifying myself as the ringleader. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was me. This mm. comes back to the spray paint in last week's episode. Yeah, someone didn't go home until 4.30 <laughs> that day. Oh no, detention. <laughs> Where have you been, Dave? Oh, selling me raisins. <laughs> <laughs> Taking me an hour after school. Um, yeah, so Blue Ivy uh, out trumping us all with our pat lunch there. Yeah. Um, I love how I just brought it back to you. <laughs> I forgot what we were talking about, to be honest. How did we get here? I got uh, lost. Another thing from the week. This is really recent, actually. Um, Liam Payne's made a bit of a dick of himself. Oh, like, we love Liam. Lovely, lovely guy. Every time I've met him, super grounded, super talented. Um, but this is a bit of a weird move. And he knows it as well because he's deleted this. So he put an Instagram post up on Wednesday, I think it was. And it had the caption, you can only get jet lag from a jet. The rest of you have got plane lag. Hashtag no fucks. Oh, <laughs> it's Liam. such a dick move. Oh, by the way, I've got I got a jet. I get a jet everywhere. That's so basically what he's saying. We, isn't don't, he? we don't need to know that, mate. The thing is, if you're a pop star, I would have always thought the main thing, like in terms of PR and wanting to be... Uh, a nice person or become or seen as a nice person is be relatable. Make sure mm-hmm. your fans think he's a normal person. They're just like me. They do things that I do and you can relate to them on a one-on-one basis. This is not relatable in the slightest. No. This is alienating everybody, isn't it? And all it's doing is saying, hey, I travel by pl- private jet. And we're like, yeah, well, we weren't expecting you to get Ryanair economy. Yeah. Uh, but I would argue that's more fun anyway. Yeah. Nothing better than being sat with literally no leg room behind a stag do <laughs> just chanting nonsense. Well, I flew on Ryanair the other week to Copenhagen. They've got this new policy. Uh, Ryanair are definitely not going to want to sponsor the show after this, Dave, <laughs> let me tell you. Although they're more than welcome, or any other low-cost carrier. In fact, <laughs> anyone can sponsor the show. Desperate for the money. Absolutely desperate for sponsorship on this right now. Um, anyway, so I flew Ryanair, and they've got this new policy where it's a free-for-all. So my girlfriend and I flew to Copenhagen, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't book the seats because I thought, yeah, we'll get on there. We'll just yeah, we'll sit next to each other. It'll be absolutely fun. There's going to be plenty of space. Um, there wasn't. So she was sat behind me into the corner. So the whole flight to Copenhagen, an hour and a half. I was just turning around like this. Hello, you all right? What, do you want to talk about something? Do you want to play a card game or something? And, and obviously, she's pretending she can't hear you. Yeah, she's she like, actually had her head is, down. This is the only hour I get away from him. <laughs> she did have her head down and everyone next to her was like, 
Just sod off. If you wanted to sit next to her, pay the money. <laughs> well, I, I knew this story because I was sat with you in, in the studio just before you flew. I was about uh, to say you... you were sat on the plane. I was no. like, where? where, where you were there? <laughs> I was in the overhead. I didn't see you. <laughs> you have to come everywhere with me. <laughs> Christ, give me a no, day I was, off. I was sat in the radio studio with you the day before when you told me about this problem. Yes, yes. And uh, you, you were showing me the website of where she's sat and where you're sat and how can you fix it. Uh, and you're like, oh, well. If I want to sit next to her, apparently I have to pay extra. Like, okay, well, this is your first holiday away. You want to be romantic? Yeah. I mean, I mean, you're you're not struggling for money. I'm not saying you're a big rich man, but you're not you're not going to be not struggling. Not paying money. Uh, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you could probably afford it if you wanted to be that romantic guy for your first holiday with your girlfriend. Mm. I had to convince you. <laughs> I Don't really actually listen to this. I had this. to convince you to pay eight quid. <laughs> What's eight pounds? Eight, eight quid. You, you brought it up. Oh, eight quid's a bit steep. Yeah, bear in mind, I've already paid for the rest of the trip. Oh, this is a not conversation <laughs> podcast. This is not making me look. You've done a Liam Payne on me. I've not come out well here. <laughs> no, Liam Payne's the opposite. He's a baller. He loves his private jets. You're going, eight quid, bit sharp. True, in it for a seat. true. I'm relatable because I'm for cheap. A flying seat at 30,000 feet <laughs> above the ground. Oh, yeah, eight quid is a bit steep. I paid it on the way home. And you know why? It's purely selfish reasons. It was a night flight, and I thought I could use her shoulder as a pillow. That's <laughs> that you. That's clever. That, yeah, yeah, that, no, that, that's smart. Thinking there, that is thinking. smart. Instead of buying one of those crappy little pillows that go around your neck in the airport, right? Mm-hmm. I've bought my girlfriend an eight quid seat. <laughs> there we go. Everyone's a winner. Everyone's a winner. She wasn't. No, no, she got she, an uncomfortable shoulder for an hour and a half. She loved the hour she got away from you <laughs> on the way there. She's like, oh, looking forward to a flight. Just a bit of break from Will. And then you surprise her. By the way, I'm sat next to you. <laughs> You're my pillow. You're my pillow for an hour and a half. <laughs> um, so, Liam Payne. Do you know what I love about this Liam Payne thing? Someone's um, replied and um, put, can someone please come and collect Liam Payne? He's had a Capri son and he's acting up to impress the year sevens again. <laughs> it is that, isn't it? When you're in school, you'd be like, yeah, well... My dad's got a private jet, even though they absolutely don't. <laughs> yeah, you just do anything yeah. you can to, yeah. to look cool. But he's done it to about 13 million people. At least he didn't do what a lot of people do who have got private jets, where they take a photo walking up the steps of it. Oh. Now, I'm going to confess something, Dave. I've once been at an airport, right, near, no. A, near, no, near a private jet, and it had, the stairs, it had the stairs open, the door open, and I thought, I could run over, I could get my mates to take a photo of me, and I could make it look like I'm getting on that jet. And I would put it up on Instagram, but as a joke, in, as a parody. Right. I mean, part of me thinks that you would have gone one step further, because you, you're a pilot. You fly. Yeah, I do be flying. Yeah. You're like, oh, who's on the jet? Jason Derulo. I'm taking it. <laughs> <laughs> Derulo, where are we going, buddy? <laughs> yeah, fancy a week in Bahamas. That'll do. So you thought I, was I don't know have... the way, so Jason, we're going to Slough. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Hey, big debate on Twitter this week. What? Would you rather £50,000 or dinner with Jay-Z? Uh, I know the answer to that. Go on. £50,000. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have to hesitate, did you? Easily. You've got Easily. no interest in meeting Jay-Z. Um, I mean, it'd be cool, but not 50k cool. Here's the thing, and I saw a few people tweet this. It's quite clever, this forward thinking. You go for the dinner with Jay-Z, because obviously he's a huge like businessman, he knows his shit, he's... He's worth a fortune. That guy can easily t- tweet about flying a private jet and no one's going to go, oh, you're a knobhead. Mm. He's allowed to do that. So some people are saying dinner with Jay-Z is actually worth more than 50K because you're going to get more out of it in the long run than the money would actually give you. You could leave that dinner and go and make 50K with the knowledge that Jay-Z's yeah, given you. but he might not give you the knowledge. He might just go, oh, keep trying, keep yeah. trying. <laughs> I'll just have me chicken, chicken wings. <laughs> yeah. Keep trying. And we're going to split the bill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just leave like for fuck's sake, I got absolutely nothing from that. Yeah, I mean, I'd take the 50 grand. I mean, 
if it is just a straight cut choice, Jay Z or fifty k, I'm taking fifty k. If there's an element of risk, I wouldn't be unhappy to say so, say it was deal or no deal. It was down to the oh, two I boxes. I love that program. I've got fifty k in one box. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, right, I'm sticking with my box. I'm going to yeah. have my 50k. Yeah. Open it up. Who's Noel Edmonds? Sorry, who's Noel Edmonds? Uh, you can be Noel. All right. You open the box. You Sorry, do, I wanted to uh, clarify you, that. You build up the tension then. You'd be Noel now. Uh, it could be 50k or a dinner with Jay-Z in here. Dave, you have two boxes left. One of them could be the 50k. The other one could be dinner with Jay-Z. That's the one I don't want as much. Dave... The choice is now yours. Which box are you opening? On deal? Don't cut me up. On deal or no deal? Well, no. Um, I mean, I've come out. I've had a lovely time. Um, I've been on the telly. Yeah. You know what? I've taken away so much from this experience. I'd be happy with either prize. I'm going to have to push you for an answer. The banker's right. getting uh, frustrated. Uh, no deal. I'm going to take what's in my box. No matter what, I'm taking what's in my box. Open the box. Jay-Z pops out! Hey! Want to come for dinner? Jay-Z, why are you in Elstree? <laughs> why are you in an Elstree TV studio? Didn't know you were a contortionist. <laughs> yeah. Well, Done God. very well to get into box 25 He's there. into very, some very tight holes. Drop it like it pop. pop. Drop it like it pop. pop. Drop it like it pop. pop. We've had some reviews. <laughs> We've had some reviews. Please tell me there's some baddies in there. I'm going to get my phone out for this because... Um, obviously we love it when you leave a review if you're listening right now wherever you are stop what you're doing uh, go onto iTunes and uh, search drop it like it's podcast where you downloaded this from and you can leave a five star review I say that you can actually leave an any star review you could leave a one star if you wanted as we'd a rather lo- you didn't uh, we wouldn't, we'd rather you wouldn't but a lot of people have done in the last week I'm thinking maybe we begged for the five stars too much so people have given the one star to piss us off uh, possibly, or they've just felt one star is an accurate representation. True, and more than one person has done that. Um, there are a lot of five stars, and thank you. But I do now want to read our first two-star review, Dave. Um, and I read this before I went in to see The Greatest Showman on Sunday, and I was really excited about seeing this film, The Greatest Showman. It was such an incredible film, but the whole way through, and this is no <laughs> word of a lie, all I could think about was this really horrible review. And it was a great <laughs> film tinged with utter sadness. Just crying your way through The Greatest yeah. Showman. My girlfriend turned to me like, there was something on your mind through that film. I was like, it's the two-star review. <laughs> Shall I read it? Yeah, go on then. Subject, potential. <sighs> Stars, two out of five. Reviewer, Cardiff808. The review reads... Started off well, but the jokes became too dragged out till they die a death. Whilst all along, the presenters laugh at either... <laughs> Point for him. Whilst all along, the presenters laugh at each other's jokes, where the listener finds no humour, instead listens to them cackling at in-jokes. Has the potential to be a fun, irrelevant look at the week of pop, and maybe in its early stages yet, uh, but it's got a long way to go. It's a start... Maybe we'd benefit from Will being with a different co-host. Oh, how does that feel? All right, I'm off. See you later. <laughs> Comedy open of the door and closing again. Yeah, I didn't, didn't want to go anywhere. Uh, so there we go. So apparently oh, right. um, you're, you're not needed. Oh, well, you crack on. I'll just, I'll just stand and laugh in the background, but not too much. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, however, there are good ones, Dave. Uh, hey, Chelsea, who says, love this so much. So funny. You work together. You're also best friends. I love it. Um, also, Jono, it's his first ever podcast and uh, he really likes it. And someone just put, this podcast is lit. Oh, I love it when it's lit. Uh, so there we go. So, uh, you know, every cloud and all that. So thank you. If you are on iTunes right now, leave a five star review. And you can also tweet us on at like it's pop. Drop it like it's pop. pop. Drop it like it's pop. pop. Drop it like it's pop. It's the return of this. This is the tweet of the week. It had a week off last week. Because <laughs> um, we didn't do our research. Well, yeah. I mean, we were lazy, but also it was nothing. there was nothing really going on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but luckily this week, James Arthur has spoiled us with numerous things, actually. like I, We were p- trying to pick yeah, one of them, weren't yeah. we? Uh, but we've gone with this. So this week's tweet of the week comes from James Arthur, and it reads like this. Now worse than trying to do a voice note discreetly in the back of an Uber without feeling like a twat. (laughs) Oh, beautifully put. Beautifully put. So nice. So good. So being in a cab is an awkward situation sometimes because I get a lot of cabs where it's just me and the driver and they've opted to not put the radio on because they feel like it might be rude to put the radio on and I'm sat in silence, often with my headphones on, but I can still feel the awkward silence that is filling that Toyota Prius. And, it, and it, it's, it's just an awful thing. So imagine trying to do a voice note in the back of that as mm-hmm. James Arthur. Yeah. You're only adding to that awkwardness, aren't you? Yeah, especially with the songs that he's got in his, his backlog. And he's trying to do... He'll be doing voice notes for his songs. Yeah, so he's probably like trying to think of new inspiration or maybe just like jotting down some, some words that are coming to his head at that time. Uh, <laughs> you what, mate? <laughs> oh, no, I'm just doing a... Just doing a voice note. Doing a voice yeah, note, mate. Yeah, Don't yeah, worry. Yeah. All right. You what? Yeah. You're naked. <laughs> Get out of the cab. Get out of the cab. I love the thought of him dialing in like, oh, we've got a um, <laughs> good at number three here. Uh, whatever number three is. I imagine a number three is someone getting naked in the cab. It's like a usual Friday night thing, but this is happening on a Wednesday afternoon in Tooting. Uh, we've, got a, we've got a number three. He's, uh, he's, uh, he's claiming to get naked. Uh, going to have to pin over. going to have to uh, kick him out. Thank you. I'll take the money first. You have to get out of here, mate. You have to walk from here. Even worse if like the the lyrics are somewhat directional. Like if you're saying something like, <laughs> yeah, can you uh, imagine? like you're the right one for me in these lyrics, like you're the right one for me. Go, Turn right. <laughs> no, straight Do on. Go right here. That's going to Basingstoke. <laughs> That's not the right way for you. Yeah. All right, off we go. Is that an example of us cackling at shit jokes? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. In fact, you should go now. Actually. Yeah. That's. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. I should get up. Go on. Let's do this joke till it dies a death too. <laughs> Speaking of which, Paul Catamol. No, no, no. We were doing so well. You've done that on purpose. Yeah. What did I say before we came in here today? We're not allowed to mention Paul Catamol. Let's get back to this. This is the tweet of the week. James Arthur in the back of a cab. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, an awful situation. Quite keen to hear if you've had any awful cab journeys. Like thinking about it, coming out from coming back from a night out. Does have you yeah, ever? I mean, pissed your pants or no, pooed or no? <laughs> Stop suggesting horrible things. I might have done. You've in never a cab. done a poo in a cab. Never pooed in a cab. No. God, you've not. Lived. I've actually been all right in cabs. <laughs> I um, I've been sick in cabs numerous times. There's one moment that I don't remember, but my friends love telling me about. Um, so my friend Annie, Amy, and Jared were in mm-hmm. a cab with me coming back from a night out in Soho, actually. And I was so, so drunk. Like I'd walked off from the nightclub already. They'd lost me like an hour and a half before this. They found me lying flat, um, literally down the road from where we work, actually, right outside Cafe de Paris. <laughs> you know that bit? Yeah. Right outside Shake Shack. I was lying flat on the pavement, 
Um, I'd literally knock myself out. I don't remember how I did it, but I was just lying on the pavement, um, head down. Um, So they picked me up and they put me in this cab. They tried to feed me some KFC, right? Um, And the grease instantly didn't agree with me. And I was sick in Annie's hands. And obviously, (laughs) if you're ill in a cab, they don't take it well, the drivers. They like obviously obviously, um, add on like £50 charge. They'll Mm -hmm. kick you out and stop and whatever. So Annie... Because she didn't want to have to alert the driver as what happened. Well, she, she didn't he- eat them. She didn't eat it, did she? No, no, no. She, she held oh. the sick in her hands for an extra half an hour. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like that? a little canary. The sick just <laughs> leaking through your fingers. All no, over. It's not even your own sick. All over. And he was like, everything all right? Yeah, everything's fine back here. Um, <laughs> just. I won't be the one handing you the cash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Um, the smell oh is God. something else. Yeah. I, I don't know how they got oh away with it, God. but yeah, that was that was me. It was just awful. I've just remembered a story from when I lived back in Leicester. Right. My current flatmate, Steve, um, and it was one of the worst nights out of his life because of me in the taxi. Go on. So the guy was driving us home. Uh, I live quite far out from the city, um, and we got probably about two thirds of the way, and I just decided to shout to the driver, this will do. <laughs> you gave up. Yeah, two thirds around the, in the journey, I got bored <laughs> and decided this will do. Drop us here, and Steve was like, "What?" But he didn't know where my house was at the time, and he was crashing on my sofa. Uh, so it's like, "All right, I guess this is probably close enough." And taxi stop, let us out, uh, and he goes, "How how far are we from your house?" And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I can't remember the way. You had no idea where you were. So I sort of knew the way, but there was I knew there was a roundabout by my house. And I needed the third exit will take me to my house. So I could just walk around the roundabout to the third exit right. and then that will be my house. <laughs> but does it depend which direction you're coming from? It also the depends as to whether you're at the right roundabout. <laughs> yeah. Uh, There's more than one roundabout in Leicester, I've heard. Yeah, yeah. So I found a roundabout <laughs> and I'm not kidding. It's raining. It's the middle of January. Yeah. It's chucking it down with rain. Yeah. Um, and I just led Steve round and round and round <laughs> the roundabout. The same one. We did four laps <laughs> right. of the roundabout. And every time he goes... We've just done a lap. Like, no, it's the next one. It's the next exit. Yeah, but it's oh, the same roundabout, no, no, don't No, no, we're just going round again. No, no it's the next exit. Uh, and he, he says, like, I'd just given up on you and I was just blindly following you because I was cold and wet. Yeah. And I was, he, he was just in his shirt and he was wet through. And he goes, it wasn't fair because I looked at you in the middle of the, all this rain and all your clothes were completely dry. The only thing that was wet was <laughs> How your... How did you get away with that? The only thing that was wet was my hair. <laughs> <laughs> I had quite long hair at the time. Your rain was it the... Um- just absorbed all the rain. <laughs> your hair was the umbrella. <laughs> just turns around to me. It's completely bone dry, happy as ever. You're having a lovely Soggy time. Soggy hair. You're having a lovely walk around the roundabout. Just a big wet hat on. <laughs> yeah. So how did you get home? We ordered another taxi. You didn't. <laughs> Why would you give up halfway? I don't know. I was bored. That's classic you. That's just impulse. We're like, oh, yeah, we're done here. Yeah. Uh, that's enough. Stop here. We'll walk the rest. Yeah, don't do that to me because I will hate you guts too. Drop it like it's pop. pop. Drop it like it's pop. pop. Drop it like it's pop. pop. Rubbish celebrity headlines. Last week's was amazing. I yeah, loved the shaggy big, thing. Big fan of the shaggy um, Thank you for your tweets on that, by the way. On at like it's pop, a lot of people are um, now going to try and, well, not necessarily try and make a baby, but try and make love to the new Shaggy and Sting album. Yeah. Um, A new one for you. Another rubbish celebrity headline right now. Woman who blasted Eminem loudly banned from playing music for three years. Now, you alerted me to this, didn't you? Yeah. I just think it's it's great that, I mean, it's not cool to play music too loudly because she played it all through the night. And that's that's going to keep you 
keep them up yeah. all night. That's not cool. So obviously her neighbours have complained about this and that's how she's now banned for three years. But to get banned from playing music for three years, like that's got to be frustrating, especially if your headphones break. Yeah. If you go to a nightclub, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. But if you step within two feet of the DJ desk, we're going to assume you're playing the music now. <laughs> yeah. You're not allowed to press the play button on anything for yeah. three years. Yeah. That's deep. Can she watch DVDs? Don't know. They've got a soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. If you put me on the train or, you know, in fact, anywhere without music, if I'm on a journey for more than 15 minutes, I need something playing for me. Otherwise, yeah. I literally go insane. I'm in very fact, I, I, You so know, I, um, I broke my phone this week. Mm-hmm. My phone is now beyond repair, uh, which is very, very sad. And that night home on the tube, 30 minutes, no music. I was like, what did I used to do before music in my life? Yeah. Now you can just really hear silence. Yeah. <laughs> it's so... Yeah. So loud. Or you get to hear other people's really interesting conversations. And on a tube in London, you, you do hear some messed up stuff, but I'd still rather be listening to the Greatest Showman soundtrack, to be honest. I sometimes do it, though. Like, I like to have my headphones on, but turn the music off. This is what I do. Just eavesdrop on This people. is what I do. I do this on the bus a lot, because that's an interesting place, because um, I, I, I can have signal on my phone, so I don't necessarily need to have the music because I've got the internet to distract me. But I do have my headphones in, but not necessarily listening to anything. And I'm just listening to other people's conversations. It's a wonderful thing. Mm. It's a I, wonderful thing. I made the mistake of doing it when I first moved down to London. I did this on the tube because I was like, yeah, I'm new to London. I kind of want to just eavesdrop and hear yeah. some weird yeah. London conversations. Because they're so different down here. What's the wacky news down south? <laughs> yeah. How um, do they talk in the south? So I had my uh, headphones uh, just sort of like plugged in, just nothing playing. Uh, and then when I got off at my stop, I stood up and realised the headphone jack was dangling by my knee <laughs> and I just plugged it into nothing and it oh had been God sat on sake. my leg, plugged into nothing <laughs> for the whole journey. <laughs> People are like, what's he think he's listening to? He's from Leicester. Because I was still like, I, Sorry, I still gave it a bit of a nod. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, got oh, a great beat. Good jam this one. Mm, yeah, this yeah. is the beat of my knee. Love listening <laughs> to this floor. Oh. <laughs> oh, my thigh's got a really heavy, dirty bass to it. Do you know what? I've done that before. Um, when I used to DJ on TV for like an artist or whatever, we just, just drop that in. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. DJ on TV, yeah, for a big deal. Yeah, Can't like a big deal, Can't mate. Like a big deal. I asked 2009 replay. Don't mention it. <laughs> I used to have to fake a lot of the DJing, right? A lot of TV DJing is mimed. Yeah, it's just a faff to set it all up and whatever. So. Often, the head- and you used to go quite far with the mimes, didn't you? You used to do pretend I'm stuck in a box. <laughs> no, used to do no, but you know pretend what? Pretend I'm fishing. Pretending to DJ on TV is really, really hard, especially when the headphones aren't plugged into anything. <laughs> so it, it's awkward. I know how awkward it is. And, and in fact, if you if you YouTube a few of the videos that I'm in, you can see that I am clearly listening to nothing. nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Like what I I'm doing. I really want to watch this now. Like, I'll put a fader up and you're like, well, I can't hear anything changing in the song. Oh, yeah, by the way, I used to just DJ on TV. <laughs> I'll show you some of the video. There's some awful stuff of me online. Yeah, that's, that's that's your early career. My early career, screwing tops on sports bottles. Yeah! You and I live different lives, And there's we? another job you've dropped in. You've yeah. managed to drop in your CV <laughs> yeah. all the way through this podcast. So well, what have we got? We've got bottle screw topper. Bottle screw topper, yeah. Okay, so we'll go through this. Oh, God, <laughs> start us in the beginning. Uh, Here's a recap in case you missed it. Uh, when I was younger, I used to work in a warehouse screwing the tops on sports bottles. Right. Um, and that was really dull. Uh, yeah. The most exciting thing I I had in that job was every so often on a box full of bottles that had red lids, I'd screw on one green lid just, oh, just for my own. Oh, go um, on. Oh, yeah. Then, I, I know there's a rogue green in there. No one will ever know. Did you ever get fouled out? No, never got caught. And then, yeah, after that, I worked at the Builder Bear workshop. 
ah, stuff in teddy bears. Never been in, but I've always been intrigued. Mm, I wouldn't, I wouldn't frequent it. If I no, were you. I mean it's quite, it's quite full on. Twenty-six-year-old man walking mm. into Build a Bear might be frowned upon. Like, there's quite, a, it's very, it's very American. Like, I had to wear a denim shirt, uh, and what's wrong with that? A, a denim shirt and beige chinos. Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I had to learn the Build a Bear promise, the promise that you have to say. Is it the mantra? Yeah, their little mantra. Oh, okay. We spoke yeah. about this last week. Yeah, had to learn that, and you have to say that at the end of every party that they they do. I had to do the Build-A-Bear mantra. You know I'm going to make you do the Build-A-Bear <laughs> mantra. What's the Build-A-Bear <laughs> mantra? I want to know if I still remember it. Yeah, come on. I was, I was 18. If you work at Build-A-Bear, tweet us, at like it's pop. Let us know what you think of uh, uh, Dave's Build-A-Bear let, mantra. Let me know if I've missed anything Yeah, else. come on, come on. Um, Give it to everyone's waiting for this now. My bear is special. I brought it to life. I chose it. I stuffed it, and now I'm taking it home. Best friends are forever, so I promise right now to make my bear my number one pal. Still got it. I mean, I don't know if that's right or not, but I'm pretty sure that's right. I'm pretty sure that's right. How many times a day would you have to do that? Too many. Yeah, too many. Sick of it. Yeah, yeah. When I left, they made me stand on the till while there's customers around. Stand on like the the bank of desks with the till yeah the I checkout. literally stood on a, <laughs> yeah, on a ch- yeah. checkout till um, another riot and they made everybody in the shop sing the builder bear promise at me uh i had to do it first and then everyone had to repeat recite it back, it back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. very very yeah. embarrassing reason 102 not to work at builder bear uh reason 103 is i had to dress up as the bear quite often oh no way <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and there was one awkward moment where i got a complaint because i went out into the shopping center that we were in yeah to go and sort of drum up custom dressed as the bear and uh, uh, you have to get someone else to put you into the costume because it's so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so hot and sweaty. Something a there. Disney character, and then they have to the dress you and everything. And um, someone didn't put the trousers on properly. <laughs> so as I was walk- I walked out the shop and walked into the shopping centre on a busy Saturday, <laughs> and my trousers <laughs> fell down. The bear's trousers <laughs> fell down. Yeah. But if- what are you wearing underneath? Well, I'm wearing your normal jeans trousers. Yeah, I'm, right, wearing, right, right. I'm wearing my horrible khaki chinos. I don't know if you're going in commando on that. It gets that hot. It's no, just no, you're no, flapping no, no. about in it. Um, but yeah, I'm, it would have been fine if they'd neglected to put the trousers on, like Winnie the Pooh style, no problem. No one's going to complain about that because they haven't sewn a bare penis onto the costume. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but what people did take umbrage with was uh, the fact that the bear was clearly meant to be wearing trousers <laughs> and he just kegged himself uh, <laughs> and was wandering around purposefully ex- like exposing himself. <laughs> Hello, kids. <laughs> God. No shame. What happened then? They, people actually complained. Yeah, I had to go and have a chat with my manager. Um, Christ. But it's not your fault. He found, yeah, you. it was it was actually the person who dressed me that got told off about it. Uh, right, okay. But I was in the meeting. Right. Uh where I found out I, I just spent the last twenty minutes being a bear exposing <laughs> himself to children. God, we live very different lives now, don't we? I yeah. mean I, I never lived that life, but um, No, you were too we, busy pretending <laughs> to be a DJ and the back of Ayaz's videos. Yeah, God, we've had uh, different careers. Yeah. Well, do you know what? I mean we don't have time for it now. We'll talk about it another time perhaps, but I did used to want to be a Disney character. So actually you have fulfilled everything that I wanted to be by putting that bear outfit on remind me to bring this up another time <laughs> all right let's bank that for another time um and obviously uh commiserations to the lady who can now no longer play music for three years we forgot all yeah. about that yeah, uh, <laughs> like i said at the beginning it's the podcast where we start talking about music but end up talking about everything but drop it like it pop. pop drop it like it pop, pop. drop it like it pop. pop i think we've got time for one other any other business today as okay. we've rambled on a lot yeah do give me one um let's go with this virgin atlantic's new planes will have onboard Love sweets. What? 
So if you get on a Virgin Atlantic plane, and if Virgin Atlantic would like to sponsor the show, <laughs> that would be wonderful. Uh, they're going to soon have like little pods where you and your partner slip off and do the dirt. Oh, tea. it's just a bit awkward just being in a pod on a plane, though, isn't it? Well, think about it. If you go to the toilet, I mean, you know, I've, I'm not saying I've done this because I've not, but I know, you know, some people do. I don't know if it actually does really happen, but the, the Mile, the Mile High, High Club, Club where you yeah. give a knock on the door and you let your partner in and you have sex in the cubicle. Yeah, I mean, but that's that's got a different appeal to it, hasn't it? That's Why, got the whole, like, naughty, seedy, naughty. we're not meant to be doing this, I'll meet you in the toilets, come back here, we'll join the Mile High Club, how cool. So because Virgin are saying, yeah, have sex and make a baby in our plane, yeah, it's they've like, just oh, made it sexy they've anymore. They've made it a bit corporate, haven't they? Yeah. Like, oh, all right, yeah, all right, we'll, we'll go to the shag pod and we'll go and wait out, <laughs> go and pop 50p in the machine and we'll wait for the door oh, to Oh, my open. God, is it going to be like those toilets at Marlebone train station? <laughs> And see other other train stations too, where you have to put 50p in to have a wee. That should be illegal, shouldn't it? No, honestly, many yeah. a time I've been where I've like been desperate. I've got a really weak bladder, been desperate to have a wee. Mm. And you're like, I don't have 50p. So you just do the climb over and then you get a bollocking for it after. But you're like, would you rather piss myself in front of everyone? You have to clean it up. Or would you rather I skipped over the barriers? Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. So, okay, so you're not making love in the Virgin Atlantic love pods. Um, well, don't rule it out for me. <laughs> I wonder. Don't actually. make it like I've I've really got zero swipes on Tinder or something. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. on the plane, you have to Tinder everybody. Yeah, that dry. All right. Well, I'm stuck with 33C. Who's that? That would be quite interesting. All right. Should we go over to the Love Pod? Yeah. Or maybe this is a thought. Maybe you book the seats. Maybe you know, you've got economy, you've got first business, you've got Love Pods. So maybe you don't move seats. You actually are always so you, in the Love or Pod. Or you just you pick the Love Pods, but. Like on Ryanair, you don't get to pick who's next to you. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a big love pod wife swap. Oh, or my God. Just, or just loads of single people going, yeah, I do. I quite fancy a shag on the way home, actually. Um, I'll put myself in the love pod, see what I get. Yeah. Oh, Grandad, why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> don't. Oh, for God's sake. Drop it like it's pop. pop. Drop it like it's pop. pop. Drop it like it's pop. pop. Why are you bringing your Grandad into sex? <laughs> Episode four of Drop It Like It's Pop. We're still here. Who knows if we will be next week, though, yeah, after that who knows? remark. Who knows? And it might be that we get uh, a two-star review that has Will crying into absolute despair and we never do this again. Yeah, but likely is, uh, likelihood is uh, we will be here next week. So please yeah. leave a five-star review on iTunes. And uh, also tweet us some suggestions of what we should name the next episode so we don't get stuck with Will's different variations of who we are. Okay, I like it. Yeah. Do you know what? Hand all responsibility over to the listeners. Cool. Very good point. At Like It's Pop on Twitter. Tweet us right now, at Like It's Pop. What should episode five be called? I'm happy with that, actually, because yeah. I, I won't have to stress out in the shower anymore. Yeah, yeah, we'll do it by, uh, um, what's it called? By committee. Depol. Yeah, d- uh, d- just vote. J- just, yeah, j- just, just tweet. Just tweet us in We're your good ideas for episode five. And we will make that happen. Okay. Right, we'll see you then. Have a good one, Dave. Love you. I love how we're like, have a good one, Dave. I'm literally going to press pause and we'll speak to each other after this. We're not going yeah. anywhere. <laughs> we're in the same room. It's like when you say bye to someone and walk in the same direction. <laughs> well, I might do exactly what uh, the two-star reviewer wants me to do. And as soon as you press stop on that, I'm just going to walk out this studio and never come back. Why don't you walk out now? We'll make it dramatic and I'll press stop when you close the door. Okay. Can I do a big dramatic Yeah, goodbye? yeah, yeah. Go on. Go on. Is, uh, do you know what? Dave, you end the podcast how you want to do it. It sounds like I'm giving some breaking news, and it is, it's, uh, if anything, heartbreaking news. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, we've had a two-star review, which has suggested that Will gets a new guest every week. And <laughs> with that... It's uh, not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Just give me one moment, Will. Sorry, All sorry. Right. With that, uh, I'm unfortunately going to have to leave. Um, it's been an emotional roller coaster. It's been so nice uh, to discuss... 
just really hard hitting topics. <laughs> You're Sorry. a weird, ugly crier. Can I just say, really ugly crier. It's just we've we've hit on so many things that mean so much to me, like the amount of Brits that Paul has up his oh, ass. No! Get out! <laughs> Get out! Get out! All right, episode five is called Will Goes Alone. <laughs> Get out. Bye. Make it dramatic. Like, make sure, we, yeah, headphones on the floor. Make sure we can hear the door slam. I never liked you anyway. Yeah, yeah good, good, good. Yeah. That'll do. <laughs>